This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is Caterpillar stock ticker CAT a potential buy now? We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for Caterpillar. Then we're giving a rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Caterpillar for your stock portfolio. This analysis is going to be intense, but it's going to be worth it. Before we get into these valuable metrics, how has Caterpillar stock performed? Right now, Caterpillar trades for $281.81 per share. Year-to-date, Caterpillar is beating the market. Their stock price is up 18%. Right now, Caterpillar pays a 1.74% dividend yield. They're a dividend king, growing their dividends in each of the last 29 years. In the last decade, Caterpillar's also beating the market. They're compounding at 13% annually. Going back before the global financial crisis, this is also the case. In the last 18 and a half years, Caterpillar's compounding at 10% annually. Keep in mind their average dividend yield is added to these gains in their stock price. Caterpillar trades just $12 below their 52-week high. The company's up more than $100 from their 52-week low. Just over 1% of their shares are sold short. Caterpillar's a huge business. They have a nearly $144 billion market cap. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Caterpillar? Caterpillar is the premier manufacturer of heavy equipment, power solutions, and locomotives. It's currently the world's largest manufacturer of heavy equipment with over 13% market share. The company is divided into four reportable segments, construction industries, resource industries, energy and transportation, and Caterpillar Financial Services. Its products are available through a dealer network that covers the globe with around 2,700 branches maintained by 160 dealers. Caterpillar Financial Services provides retail financing for machinery and engines to its customers, in addition to wholesale financing for dealers, which increases the likelihood of Caterpillar product sales. Now let's dive deep into their numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. A typical business earns 7% returns on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. This is because over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock's likely to return what its underlying business returns, and these are captured by return on capital. Caterpillar saw their returns on capital fall in 2020. These have rebounded since then, and they're actually higher than they were prior to the pandemic. In an average year over this time, Caterpillar earns 14.7% returns on capital, just very slightly above our benchmark, but solidly above a typical company. This is a check on our first metric. Metric number two, we're looking for growth to support these high returns on capital. In this time, Caterpillar's grown their revenues by 18%, they've grown their net incomes or their earnings by 36%, and they've grown their free cash flows by 99%, nearly doubling these. 
This includes their growth up until today, which isn't shown on this chart. This is growth across the board because all three of these are up. This is a check on our second metric. Nice to see the company's net incomes and free cash flows have grown faster than their revenues. This means the company's margins have increased over this time. They're potentially getting more out of their fixed assets and getting operating leverage in their business. Metric number three, we're looking for earnings per share growth. Their net incomes or their earnings have grown by 36%. And in the last five years, Caterpillar's bought back 13% of their shares, repurchasing an eighth of their business. This increases the ownership percentage for existing shareholders in the company without them having to spend a dime. Likely a good sign for a business with such an esteemed dividend track record. Their earnings per share have grown. This is a check on metric number three. So far, Caterpillar is perfect. Metric number four, we want to see free cash flow per share growth. Their free cash flows have nearly doubled, they're up 99%, and with their 13% share buybacks, their free cash flows per share have more than doubled. This is a check on metric number four. We're flawless through our first four metrics. Can Caterpillar keep this going? In recessions, it's businesses with a lot of debt that can have the biggest losses or even go bankrupt. Metric number five, we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. Caterpillar currently has around $31 billion of net debt. In this time, the company's produced $22 billion of free cash flow. When we add up their five fiscal years, this is coming in below their net debt position, meaning this is an X on metric number five. Keep in mind, as a heavy equipment manufacturer, there are reasons why Caterpillar may have higher levels of debt than some other businesses we've looked at, especially depending on how this debt is used by their financing arm. It's something you'd want to dig into the company's filings to learn more about. Before we get to our valuations, it's time for our bonus. As our bonus, we want Caterpillar's dividends to be supported by their free cash flows. Right now, Caterpillar pays a 1.74% dividend yield. They're a dividend aristocrat. They've grown their dividends consecutively for more than 25 years. No surprise, they've grown their dividends per share in each of the last five years. At the same time, Caterpillar has nearly doubled their free cash flows. Plus, with their share buybacks, they've more than doubled their cash flows per share. They've grown their cash flows per share faster than they've grown their dividends per share. They've managed to support these in all five years, and they maintain a reasonable dividend payout ratio. Caterpillar's dividends are covered by their free cash flows. That's the case today, and it's been the case throughout this time. It's exactly what we're looking for on our bonus. This is a check. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Caterpillar's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we're estimating a fair value for Caterpillar. Right now, Caterpillar has a $174.5 billion enterprise value. This accounts for both their net debt position and their market cap. It looks at Caterpillar similar to it being a private company. In the last five years, we learned they generated $22 billion of free cash flow, meaning in an average year, they generate around $4.4 billion of free cash flow. When that's divided by their enterprise value, we get around a 2.5% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, Caterpillar produced $7.26 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their $174.5 billion enterprise value, it gives us a 4.2% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. That's slightly above the yield from the 10-year treasury. However, we're looking on an average here, and both of these yields aren't above the risk premium we're seeking. This means on metric number six, this is an X for Caterpillar. Don't just throw the business out. We still need to estimate their fair value per share and talk about our rating. 
Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Caterpillar, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with Caterpillar's current free cash flows, then using historical assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for the business. Assuming they grow their free cash flows at 7% annually for the next decade, then in the following 10 years, assuming that these grow at 4% annually, we'll add in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, from today's valuation multiples, if these are the same 20 years into the future, an estimate of Caterpillar's fair value is around $160 per share. That's down $122 from their current stock price. Keep some key points in mind. This fair value is based on their free cash flows. It wouldn't be taking into account any multiple expansion. Caterpillar is trading toward the high end of its historical multiples. This discount rate is an estimate of total returns to shareholders based on their free cash flows. It would include their average dividend yield and any gains in their stock. Sometimes Caterpillar is seen as a potential proxy to the U.S. economy, especially the manufacturing sector. It may be difficult for the business to materially outperform overall growth rates. Keep in mind this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll give our rating to Caterpillar, but we need to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the qualitative factors may be even more important for their business. Why don't we figure out what those are? Looking at the factors supporting a long thesis, number one, increased infrastructure spending in the United States and emerging markets will likely lead to more construction equipment purchases, potentially substantially boosting Caterpillar sales growth. Number two, higher fixed asset investment growth in China strengthens support for increased investment in mining capital expenditures, which benefits Caterpillar. Number three, a continued recovery from the temporary demand shock in oil prices may lead to increased oil and gas capital expenditures, leading to more engine, transmission, and pump sales for Caterpillar. But it wouldn't be fair if we didn't cover the negatives of their business as well. Looking at the factors supporting a short thesis, number one, the fallout from the global health pandemic could stretch declines in non-residential spending for multiple years, leading to pressure on Caterpillar sales and margin growth. Number two, if commodity prices soften globally, this would force mining and oil well servicing customers to cut back on capital expenditures until demand recovered. Number three, Caterpillar faces stiff competition from foreign competitors across end markets. Growing competition could pressure its market share. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative factors of the business. Now let's talk about our rating. We learned by analyzing Caterpillar, stock ticker CAT, CAT, that this dividend aristocrat earns above average returns on capital in the mid-teens. They've grown in the last five years, also buying back 13% of their shares outstanding. While the company uses more debt than we're necessarily comfortable with, they would be able to support that if their current free cash flows are projected into the future, and some of that debt may be more associated with the financing arm of the business. That's something you'd want to dig into. Caterpillar supported a healthy and growing dividend in each of the last five years and today. They maintain a low dividend payout ratio. Keep in mind this analysis isn't financial advice. Right now, Caterpillar's free cash flow to enterprise value yields may or may not look attractive compared to the 10-year treasury. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, from today's valuation multiples, if you believe these assumptions and you want a 15% rate of return, it looks like an estimate for Caterpillar's fair value is around $160 per share. 
They traded close to that in September of 2022. The last time they actually hit those numbers was in November of 2020. When we look at all the factors for Caterpillar, this looks like a great candidate for more research. I'd encourage you to dig in more if you're interested in the company. Thanks so much for learning about Caterpillar with me. Be sure to like the video, share your thoughts in the comments below, and subscribe to the channel for more videos.